As if the rental market wasn't already tight enough, there are now hundreds of renters left in flood-damaged houses, desperately searching for a new rental. So far, 277 homes have been red-stickered and over 1,600 are yellow-stickered. Advocates say landlords need to be clear on what's their responsibility when it comes to repairs and when their tenants can rightfully leave. Louise Tanuth reports. Victoria's eight-bedroom flat in Kingsland was one of many affected in Auckland's torrential rain. Their downstairs section was flooded out twice, leaving them to try and clean up the damage themselves. The owners came round and kind of didn't really offer us any solutions, didn't provide any like extra heaters or dehumidifiers or fans to kind of air the place out. The smell was so bad and it's just been so damp ever since then. While the flat is still habitable, the last two weeks have been miserable. Their lease is running out this Saturday and they don't want to stay on in a damaged place. The new flat they had lined up in St Mary's Bay has now been red-stickered. They've been frantically searching for a place to call home, but it's proving extremely difficult. I went to a viewing on the Sunday just being and I was about 10 minutes early, but there were still at least five groups of people waiting outside already. As I'd made my way through the property, another, like, I want to say at least like 30 or 50-odd had shown up. That property got rented three hours hours after the viewing, like it wasn't even a full day. Come Saturday, they'll have to stay with family and friends. Because they were paying their rent in advance, their last payment went through on the first day of flooding. But there's been no conversation about discounting the last two weeks of rent. CEO of Consumer New Zealand John Duffy says that's something landlords need to be looking at. There should be a discussion between the tenant and the landlord about whether reduced rent is appropriate and that will really depend on how badly the, the property's been affected. And, and here we're talking about situations where the property's still habitable. Maybe the carpets need to be taken out. He says any flood repairs are the responsibility of the landlord. If a house has been red-stickered and is totally uninhabitable, tenants can give two days' notice in writing to break their lease and stop paying rent. Landlords should have insurance, but any personal property is a renter's responsibility and needs to be covered with contents insurance. He's concerned for renters having to search for a new place in the middle of both a housing and cost of living crisis. It is highly likely that with a reduction in supply, you'll see an uptick in price. There could be genuine reasons for landlords to be putting prices up. The insurance on the property goes up, they may have to pass that cost on to to tenants. We would just be really disappointed if landlords were taking advantage of this situation. Renters United is echoing this concern. People who are desperate are more willing to accept bad conditions, an ideal tenancy arrangement. We expect that to have a very negative effect on the general state of tenants. Spokesperson Ashok Jacobs says the group has been inundated with questions from renters about what their rights are. He says with the likelihood of reoccurring events in the future, tenancy laws need to better protect renters. Extreme weather events as a result of climate change are obviously going to keep happening and tenancy laws really just need to be updated to reflect a country where 50% of adults are renters. The government's temporary accommodation service is available for people displaced by the flooding and is accepting registrations for those who need help to find somewhere to stay in the short term. As for those looking for something more permanent, they'll have to join the queues at open homes. Louise Tanuth reporting there.